Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. If this is your first time uh, tapping in, I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome. You've been here for a while. Thank you so much for returning. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a platform and space for Black women where we get to where the healing resides in in all ways, okay? So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I want to talk about this naturalish journey that I'm on, and I'm going to let you know some of the things that I, I want you to stop doing, okay? I'm, I'm shifting into, in this episode, I'm shift, shifting, excuse me, into, um, some of you have said that I'm like, you know, giving auntie <laughs> vibes or what have you, um, or, you know, BFF in your head. And so I want to shift into that role, if I may, do I have your permission to do that? Um, because this is serious, y'all, this, this is serious. And I am so huge on doing the things within my control. So not everything, but the things that I definitely have some control over, I'm I'm really big on doing things that are within my control, um, that will help me to avoid, um, just like dis-ease and illness and things like that. So that's probably you too, right? That's probably you too, but maybe you just don't know what to look for or what things you should even be considering. So I'm going to tell you some of the things that I do not do or that I'm shifting away from or even that I still struggle with, but it's something that's top of mind for me. I want to share these things with you because there are so many things that are out there in our products, in our food, in our in our environments, in our day-to-day that are harmful. They are toxic. They are hurting us. They are, you know, destroying our bodies from the inside out in a lot of cases. And that's important. That's important because we have the right to be healthy. We have the right to be happy. We have the right to live well. And the systems that are set in place are definitely against that. It's not beneficial for us to be healthy. It's not beneficial for us to be strong and to thrive and to, to bloom, right? So we are doing what we can to resist that. And that's the point of this episode. So I want to share with you some things that I do not do or that I have shifted away from or am shifting away from and, and how I'm doing that, right? And these are, they're simple things, but here's the thing before I get started. You, you can't do everything at once. You just can't. And so as I'm kind of going down this list of, of just ways that we can lessen the usage of like things that are you know, killing us or killing our, 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 our bodies, our systems. Um, I want you to wake up to the reality that you cannot do every single thing all the time. You cannot do every single thing all at once. It takes time. 
in a lot of cases to make these these shifts. A lot of times they're small shifts, they're micro shifts. You start to have a better understanding, you start to have more awareness, you you try things, you see what you like, what you don't like. Like it takes time. Okay, just like it took time to like make some of these habits that we have or pretty much all the habits that we have and the things that we do, the products that we use, things like that, like it can take some time to shift away. Okay, so I don't want you to think about these things as in, oh, great, just more money that I have to throw at some things. Okay, because that's that's discouraging. It can be discouraging. Okay, Um, but I want to I want to talk about that. That, That's what I want to talk about today. Before I get started, though. Uh, I want to remind you, in case you didn't have a chance to hear in last week's episode, that on Sunday, this coming Sunday, February 26th, um, which is just in a few days, if you listen to this episode um, on Monday the 20th or somewhere in that week, I am hosting along with my counterpart, Yolanda. We are a part of a uh, a collective for Black women. And we are having our very first book club. We're going to be reading, um, or not reading, we're going to be discussing, excuse me, the book by Bell Hooks and <laughs> uh, Sisters of the Yam. I don't have any notes uh, for the book in front of me, so that's why I'm like, what's the name of this book again? It's Sisters of the Yam. And it's about healing and self-recovery for Black women. If you've read the book, if you haven't had a chance to book, if you're like, sis, I ain't got time to read no book right now. We still want you to be a part of this, this, this healing circle that we're, we're going to be doing on the 26th. It's just kind of like show up as you are. It's a safe space because we need each other. Community is what's going to help us to continue to move forward as we individually and collectively, you know, do this self-care, get our, get, get our healing, right? All those things. Um, it, it, it's, we're just stronger together. And so we're going to just be discussing this book and, and these ideas about self-recovery, healing, etc. um, laid out in the book by Bell Hooks. Again, it's called Sisters of the Yam. I will leave the link in today's show notes that you can find if you're listening to this on iTunes, they're there. If you click on this, this podcast episode, I want you to click and register. It's absolutely free. Okay. Uh, something else that I like to do at the beginning of the episode that I completely forgot because I just I'm already on a 10 <laughs> is I wanted to invite you sis to just slow down as you are listening to this podcast episode light a candle make some tea make some coffee um, whatever you want to do settle in on the couch or in the bed um, or you know if you're working pop your headphones on and just get into this flow with me as we have this conversation, because you are worthy of prioritizing this time as time for yourself. Honestly, you really, really are. Okay. So I want to invite you just to slow down if you can. Okay. And um, yeah, I also like to usually say something that I've done for self-care during the week, but I guess I can say that, and I don't even know if this is something that I've mentioned before or not, but one thing that I have definitely been doing consistently for like the last, um, since January, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I have been moving my body like every single day since maybe the first week in January. Um, so it's been what, like maybe six weeks now six or seven weeks somewhere in there I have moved my body every single day in some capacity Uh, I'm not saying that to be like oh yeah I'm bragging rah rah look at me I'm so great (laughs) not at all Mm -mm. not at all whatsoever I'm sharing this because I want to encourage you that it can be done Um, sometimes we just have to move some things around or say no I can't because we can't do all the things so maybe something you have to kind of like let go Um, do what makes sense for you I'm not saying that you have to do something every single day. Uh, sometimes life be life in it. It just, it be like that, right? Um, and and every day doesn't look the same for me. So I want to make sure I make that very clear. I know that some of you are probably very active as far as like you go to the gym, you get it in. I see you lifting weights, girl, getting your body strong, or you're a runner, Um 
or what, whatever it is you do, and you just really go hard. And I'm here for that. That is not my jam. That is not my ministry right now. Um, I do want to incorporate some strength training into my routine, especially since I'm getting older now. Um, you know, the booty ain't bootying anymore. That was the first sign that my muscle like my muscle mass was decreasing. <laughs> I've talked about this before. I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, as you get older, you can see changes in your body. Like the body is still bodying, kind of, sort of, but it definitely ain't bodying like it was in my 20s and 30s. And man, oh man, as I think back on the body I had <laughs> back in the day, baby, you just never realize what you have until it ain't there no more. Like I said, the booty ain't bootying. It's still boot. It's kind of still bootying, but it ain't bootying like it used to. I don't, I don't have that booty no more. I could probably get it back, but I need to start really doing some squats and stuff like that. Okay, I'm going on a whole other tangent. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me, let me bring it on back. Hold on. <sighs> let me bring it on back. I miss that booty, though, y'all. I really do. Um, What the heck was I saying? Oh, but yeah, the point was that even though I've been moving my body like le legit every single day since the first week of January or somewhere in there, um, every day looks different. And I want you to know it's okay to mix it up. It's okay to switch things up. You don't have to go hard every single day. The point is that you are just making efforts to move your body. Uh, what we don't move, what we allow to just remain stagnant, in my opinion, I think it starts to kind of like die off. And that was something that I was thinking about. It, I, I was wondering, and I, I'm not saying this is true or scientific. I haven't like researched it. This was just a thought that came to me in regards to my life, just, just my life, my situation. So please hear me when I say that. But for some reason, I had the thought where like, those times where I was just not moving my body and I would just stay in the house and like just like not do anything I feel like I think I, how can I explain this in my mind again I'm not saying this is facts please hear me uh, but in my mind for some reason I got the idea that parts of me was dying off because it was like my body was like well you're not using this so you don't need this anymore does that make sense what I'm trying to say I'm not saying that that's true but that was kind of like the thought that I had and it just kind of made me think some things if that makes sense and maybe that's the reason why I had the thought it was just a, a, an opportunity for me to kind of explore some things about making sure that I'm using my body to its fullest whatever that means for me your version of that is it could be different. Um, but again, every single day, um, I the only requirement that I have is that I just do something for minimum 15 minutes. Something. It could be stretching, okay? It could be turning on music and dancing in the kitchen. I love to do that. I ain't gonna lie. I really, really do. I'd be grooving like my life depends on it. It could be walking in place. It could be going outside and taking a walk where I end up walking. You know, you start and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this 15 minutes. But once you get out there, girl, and the weather's nice too, you'd be out there for 30, 40 minutes, right? It could be yoga. It could be stretching my body in bed for 15 minutes, just very slow, gentle movements. It could, it, it, it could be a variety of things. The only point is for me, I'm in a season of my life right now where it's a requirement for me that I've made. Uh, for me to move my body 15 minutes every day. That's the challenge that I have for myself for 2023, okay? So that's what I've been doing for self-care. So I wanted to put that out there. All right, okay. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I wanna talk about um, just some things I want you to consider, like just, just some things I want you to think about and apply them to your life, things that I want you to stop doing or maybe shift away from, or even just read up on and see if it makes sense for you to start making some tweaks in certain areas of your life. Um, so we're talking about just like repeated use of like harmful products. So I don't know if you know this, so I'm just gonna just talk about this um, in case you are not aware, because we're all at different levels, right? We're all learning at different we're all learning here as we continue to learn how to take care of our bodies and take care of our spirits, right? So as you know, the products that we use, 
laundry detergent, soaps, um, just different things that are that we use on a day to day basis, right? Um, it's made up of like chemicals and stuff, and and not all chemicals are harmful. But a lot of them are, especially products that are pushed to women, black women, things like that. So if you've noticed that after using something for a while, um, like you've, if you've noticed like headaches or allergies or respiratory issues or um, things like that, maybe you can look to the products that you're using, maybe the lotions, the soaps, the relaxers, the detergents, like things like that, that may have something to do with it. Uh, these products that are heavily laced with chemicals that are used to like preserve products or clean better, or they have fragrances or, you know, just things like that. They can lead to a lot of products again, like, or problems, excuse me, like the headaches, like the allergies, like the itchy skin, like the respiratory, like problems with the lungs or breathing, um, it can affect our hormones tremendously in a huge negative way. Um, we can have like illnesses and disease and, and diseases and things like that. Um, and the thing that sucks is that, first of all, we don't always have the education, like we don't know. But number two, these things, like the things that we're doing now, they may not even affect us. God willing, hopefully they don't. But the, some of the things that we're doing now, they may you may not even know that it was harmful, right? Um, because you use it every day, every day you seem fine. But the next thing you know, unfortunately, just this this perfect storm happens, and years later, or even decades later, uh, we might start to have some problems or experience issues or things like that. So, in my opinion, it's never too late to start rethinking some of these things and moving more towards like a natural ish. I keep saying natural ish with an I S H. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just kind of like where I am right now. I realize that every single thing that I do is not going to be like mountain woman pioneer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just not, that's just not me. That's just not where I am. Will I ever be that way where I'm just like a hundred percent miss, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I have no idea, but I do know that for me, it, it makes sense for me to just kind of like be in the middle lane. And that's why I say natural-ish. Because I still do things where I'm just like, girl. <laughs> and still eating things where I'm just like, girl. Um, you know, I posted on Instagram very recently, if you saw it in my stories, how I had made... Well, I was I started out making like an omelet, but it turned into breakfast tacos, child. But um, I am really trying so hard. I am really trying so hard to stop eating so much fast food. I'm really trying not to. And for a variety of reasons, from budget to money, um, but also obviously to my health. It's me and my daughter. And I, even though she is like the DoorDash queen, <laughs> and that's a, a, a podcast episode for another time, I'm just like, girl... Please. But um, I realized that she's younger than me. And you know, when you're young, you first of all, you think that the world like life goes on forever. And number two, you're just like, I ain't got to worry about that stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? Like we show me a teenager, generally speaking, that's like, yeah, I'm going to start taking these healthy habits now because when I'm in my 30s and 40s, like it just, we, we weren't think we don't think like that usually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that when I was in my, like when I was 18, 19, in my 20s and things like that, I wasn't worried about my health like that. I, I just wasn't. But the older you get, the more you start to kind of come to this realization, like, oh, shoot. You know what I mean? Like we, we just evolve, we shift, we grow, we mature, we change. And so that's why I know that even though she's like the DoorDash queen right now, <laughs> my hope is that when, as she sees me over the years, continuing to take care of my health, go for walks, um, move my body, take my vitamins, drink matcha, um, turn off the TV and, and, and read more, um, just just different things that I do my hope is that 
eventually, because I know it's not going to happen right now, sometimes growth, not sometimes, all the time, growth and maturity, it takes time and, and experience experiencing things in life, right? Um, I just want to be more like a guide so that when she does get, you know, in her 30s or 40s or whatever, she's like, mm, now I see you know, why my mom started using the natural detergent or why my mom, um, what else? My mom, um, I don't know, started, didn't relax her hair anymore or different things like that. So I just want to be more so like a guide for her to kind of like show her the way so that when she's ready, it'll be easier for her to understand and make certain transitions does that make sense so that's my hope but when we're younger like our bodies are bank our bodies are great we're you know we're whatever we're strong we're thriving and things like that um we we just kind of we, we think differently so I know that she's not in a place to where she's there yet my hope is that you know just me taking care of myself and her seeing me take care of myself and do what I can to treat my body respectfully and to honor my body and make better choices more often than not, not all the time, um, you know, she'll get it. So that's my hope. Um, okay. So let me see here. So yeah, there's things going on with these products that we're using. The thing that sucks is that, Part of the thing that I have a problem with, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, is that being a woman is expensive, okay? <laughs> being a woman is expensive. We all know that women make less money than men. We all know that women, a lot of times, we're we're like, um, what's the word? We're like, um, I don't want to say second class citizens, but well, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But we're just not like the, the, the standard is never really the woman. The standard, like even like the tests that are done, medical tests and things like that. A lot of times they set the standard as like the male or the man. And it's like, well, where are the women in these controlled tests and things like that? How do these things affect women? And then even more so, how do these things affect like black women as an example? It's like we're just we're we're not always considered it's it's it basically to wrap it up it's or in a nutshell it's like this is a man's world does that make sense um so historically we we we're not making the same amount of money we're not treated the same when it comes to like like access and 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 uh just like medical testing and things like that we we we're like the lower man on the totem pole or i guess the low low woman on the totem pole if that makes sense and the problem that I have with that is obviously several fold, but it leads me to think about just like how our money is spent, especially as a woman and especially as a black woman, when we're making less than the average man, even for like the same job. It's like our money has to stretch. And so I'm talking about this because when we're thinking about making these changes, right, Okay, it ain't cheap. All right. And that's why a lot of times, for example, we might end up just quickly popping over and going to Taco Bell, for example, or Subway and getting something to eat. Because just the thought of going to the grocery store and buying things that are sometimes we sometimes I think we feel like we get like priced out of things in the grocery store, depending, especially depending on where you live environment that you're in the stores that are around you what you know the kind of access that we have sometimes it's just cheaper to go to to mcdonald's and get like a, a kid's meal what's a, how much does a kid's meal cost i don't even know like um four five dollars maybe or i don't know how much a kid's meal a kid's meal costs um but let's say six dollars or something um to feed your child compared to having five or six dollars do you see what I'm saying? And trying to put a healthy meal together, one that's like truly healthy. It's like, what's the point? Sometimes I think that's what we feel like. What's the point? I can't eat as healthy as I want to because of access or resources. So it, it, I'm just going to go and get this fast, quick, easy food. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one of the reasons why I have a problem with the fact that black women, historically, we make, I think the last figure I read was something like we make... 
what was it like 60 cents on the dollar that that stat may not be correct i i need to fact check that because i i don't recall what the actual percentage was but it was at least 20 percent less and, and most likely more uh on average than than what men excuse me men make and so i don't want you to feel like man i want to do all these things but the money ain't money and the money ain't stretching and that's that's intentional we we, we know that to be true Okay, so that's another barrier we have to buying things that are going to support our bodies in the way that they deserve to be supported. It's always easier to get something that's cheaper. Let's say, for example, um, because I'm going to be talking about detergent in a moment, but let's say that the 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 quote unquote bad detergent, the cheap detergent, you can get that like a um. Let's say 60 ounces washes 100 loads of clothes and it's only $5, right? But then the quote-unquote good detergent, the one that's going to have less chemicals because obviously it costs money to make a better product, right? It costs money to present and make a better product. Let's say instead of getting... um for $5, you're able to wash 100 loads. What if for $5, you're able to wash 25 loads? Which detergent are you going to choose? Which detergent is, is depending on your, your resources available to you and all the things that you have to do to make that money stretch, if that's the position that you're in right now, right? Which one makes sense, especially if you have to also consider the cost of everything else that you need to do. So it's easy to see why we pick up the things that we pick up, the the, the products that we pick up, the, the foods that we eat, things like that, because we have to look at the big picture, Right? our money, our resources, our access. So it's it's very clear why, in part, because there's other factors to this, but it's very clear why we have some of the issues that we have, right? If you're not making the amount of money that you deserve, if you don't have access to the resources that you need to not only survive, but to be healthy, to be well, to feel well, right? It's, it's like it's all connected, it's all connected. So again, I want you to remember that as you start to make these shifts while you're prioritizing yourself, right? Know that you, I don't want you to feel bad about not being able to do like all the things like right now. That That's the point. I want you to keep in mind that there's, there's, there's barriers to access to some of this stuff. Okay. Environmental, financial, things like that. So keep that in mind as you start to shift and make these changes, okay? Um, Let me go ahead and take a break right here. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP Verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. 
In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, so I'm back. So we talked about, you know, barriers to... um, certain barriers to resources and things like that. And just being aware of that as we start to make, um, start to make those shifts. And we talked about just like how things are sometimes or a lot of times cheap stuff that really isn't quote unquote good for us, um, is abundantly available. Okay. Um, and one thing that I forgot to mention also, I forgot is like the pink tax. How could I forget about that? you know, the pink tax where products for women are historically more expensive than similar products that are made and marketed for men. So being a woman on top of being a black woman, like it's expensive. Okay. It's expensive <laughs> to be a woman. It's expensive to be a black woman. And, and, and that wants to live well as we should, and as we deserve to, right. It's expensive. Okay, I read something that even like mortgages are more expensive for women. And I'm like, make that make sense. But yeah, the pink tax. So um, it's like things that are more expensive because it's being made for slash marketed uh, for women. And, you know, we buy these things and, and we also have to buy things that men don't like sanitary pads and tampons and bras to hold up the girls like being a woman costs more money and we have to stretch our money so much further a lot of times than men do not to mention obviously like depending on if you're a single mom or just different things like that so like the money really needs to stretch for us so if you haven't had a chance to even begin to embark on trying to convert some of the things that you eat and 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 uh use to clean your house and things like that because you're just like well the money you know what i'm saying i get it i get it there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to account for when it comes to how we spend our coins, right? And how we how we earn our coins, how we keep our coins, how we invest our coins, how we spend our coins. Like it, it's all related. It's all related. Um, okay. So I want to talk to you about um, some of the things that I'm doing, some of the things I want you to consider doing, consider consider no longer doing. Um, consider maybe even at minimum, like educating yourself more on some of these things that you can possibly begin to shift. Um, now, even if it's like one small thing, I want you to remember that, um, even the smallest things can begin to snowball and create change. Okay. So again, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel like, well, I I can't do any of these things right now. So why even try? Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) no 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 sis okay at minimum just use this episode as a as a kind of like a guide okay uh and a reminder to kind of like further educate yourself on and, and and at minimum at minimum uh a way to start kind of like making a plan for the future, okay? Doesn't have to be all or nothing. Doesn't have to be all at once right now, okay? So I want to make sure I, I that I say that. So let's see here. Give me one quick second. Um, I'm trying to find my notes, y'all. Hold on one quick second. Mm, because I have, I want to make sure that I hit certain things. <laughs> all right. The first thing that I am doing or am mindful of, because I can't do every single thing at once either. Sometimes things take time, 
Okay, but I'm telling you some of the things I am no longer doing or I'm I'm putting a plan in place to stop doing these things or I'm just bringing more awareness to these things for myself um, that you can find helpful as we continue to, you know, take care of our bodies. Uh, One thing that I am doing is getting rid of my cookware. Yeah, I am replacing my cookware, some of it, not all of it, because... um, First of all, I just need some new pots and pans. <laughs> but I literally just maybe like a month or two ago, maybe like a month ago, I threw away one of my smaller pots because I I, I don't even know how I missed this. You know how sometimes you do things on a very regular basis and you look up and you don't even know how long you've been aware of this problem, but you, you were aware of it, but you just kind of like glossed over it hundreds of times that's that's how I feel about my my cookware situation I do have some um what's it called what's shoot um the the name escapes me Uh, iron 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 skillet um not iron doggone it the name is escaping me I have some of the cookware that doesn't have any coating it's like I don't think it's called iron I can't think of the name of course I just forgot it and I'm cool on that but then some of my cookware that I've had for some time I know for a fact that it's like Teflon covered and Teflon is um like that it's like a a a coating like a non-stick kind of coating and what can happen is uh it can start to break down it can start to break down and cause some serious problems um, including like flu-like symptoms and, 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 and sickness and things like that. So Teflon is bad. And I am pretty sure that I have some cookware that is made with Teflon or has that Teflon coating. And to my knowledge, it can be like a poison for us. And my cookware, you know how obviously since it's supposed to be nonstick, after you cook for a while at least for me, that coating has started to like, I don't know if it had kind of gotten like chipped off. I really don't know. But I had that pot. Actually, I had that pot and I have a pan currently that I'm still using, um, even though I threw one of them away, that definitely the coating has pretty much in certain spots, just I don't know what happened to it. And I've been cooking with that pan uh, for quite some time, probably, or not even probably, but I would say for years. So I am sure that in some way that chemical or whatever has gone into my body or into our food or whatever, and we've consumed it. So I'm not in a place just yet to replace my pots and pans, but this year I definitely will be. Um, and this is what I'm talking about, kind of like doing baby steps, right? Or just or just bringing more awareness so that you can kind of start to make a plan. Um, the cookware that I want, I already know which line I have in mind. Um, I think for a set of three or four pots and pans and lids, I'm almost positive it was like maybe like a couple of hundred dollars. And it's not Teflon. It's, um, is it ceramic? I don't have it in front of me, but it's a healthier alternative. Uh, And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to buy that set within the next 30 to 60 days. And so once I'm able to do that, I'm going to get rid of all my old stuff. So that way, when I'm cooking, I feel better about doing that, right? Because it's not always just the food. It's also the utensils that we're using, um, to prepare the food as well that can be harmful to us. So I'll be replacing my pots and pans probably in the next 60 days, um, getting this set, which actually I think it might have been like 200 to $250. I can't remember the exact price, but I will be doing that because I am sure that that Teflon coating has in some way, shape, or form entered my body, entered my bloodstream, done something to kind of dysregulate um my body and dysregulate my hormones and things like that because that's another sign or another another problem um is that we can have products that dysregulate our hormones and cause problems and cancers and um you know just different things like that so that's one of the things I want you to do is I want you to look at your cookware sis if your cookware is all messed up and it's like that teflon or like that non um what's it non-stick kind of coating 
I want you to stop using that eventually. I want you to start using something that's going to be healthier. And if that means that all you can do at the time is replace like one pot and one pan or something like that and just get rid of the whatever's like the worst, start with that. Start with that. That's okay. Because something when it comes to taking care of our health is better than nothing at all. All right. And if it takes you some time to do these things, that's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, Just because I threw out my pot (laughs) uh, like a month or two ago doesn't mean you have to throw yours out. I just do things where I'm just like, so that it forces me to take (laughs) action. And since I'm down to now, just like, um, well, technically I have two pans and I have, wait, what's the difference? I don't even know what the difference is. I have, I don't know if they're called pots or pans. I have one thing that you can cook spaghetti in, like the really big, I'm assuming that's a pot. That one is completely fine if I'm not mistaken, even though I'm sure it has that nonstick coating, but I've never fried anything in that. So I think that's why it's fine. Um, I have like the little, what's the ones, like if you were going to make like a little, some like oatmeal or grits, I think those are called pans or I don't know what they're called, but I I have like um, one smaller one left and that one's completely stainless steel, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I kept that because it's not, doesn't have the Teflon coating and it's completely fine. And then I have like the, not the, the uh, cast iron, that's what it's called. I, I have maybe two cast iron skillets. Um, so those are completely fine. And then I have, um, the, the skillets or the pans or yeah, the pans that were the Teflon. I think I had, three of those uh, and two of them I think are the ones that need to be replaced like right away so I threw away one pan and I still have like two that are just like girl we getting this is a risky situation so like I said this year I'll be replacing everything so I wanted to let you know that that's the situation with that um something else that I want you to stop doing you know, those plug-in things are like, I'm not going to say any brand names or anything like that, but those wall plug-in things that, that like scent the air, freshen the air, those things are so harmful and toxic, sis. I want you to stop using those, period. Okay? If you need to transition out of them, transition out of them, but I want you to stop using those things. They have those fragrances and chemicals that are being released in the, into the air, and when we breathe those in, again, we talked about like the harmful toxins and like the um, how it can cause like problems and headaches and allergies and disrupt your hormones and things like that. Those plugins are so harmful. So if you use those, I know some people have those things everywhere in their house. Um, when I went to Atlanta, coincidentally, when I took that road trip, like my spiritual road trip back in what was that August of last year, 2022, when we stayed at the Airbnb, baby, the people that own that place, I think that we think they were trying to cover up like some like mold scent or 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 water scent or or something dampness or moisture they had those plug-in things everywhere the place smelled disgusting okay and then you add to that like when you try to cover up something that's disgusting um scent wise with those artificial plug-in things it it just took it from like a seven to a ten as far as just like oh it was that smell it was like um I think it was like a detergent kind of like a Tide smelling plug in or something. It was so strong and so disgusting. I was like, oh, I was so grossed out by that. But those things are so toxic and so harmful. Um, these days, what I do is I don't make candles anymore, <laughs> but um, I try to be very mindful to buy like soy based candles that have that don't have like all the toxic chemicals in them, like um <sighs> I forget the names of some of the chemicals. There's one that's like phthalates or phthalates or something like that. Um, So just read the labels on the stuff that you're using. Um, You can do wax melts that may be less harmful than the plug-in things. Um, I sometimes do wax melts, but more often than not, I just typically do candles. I'm not saying that candles are 100% uh, problem-free. I don't believe they are, honestly. Okay, but I do feel like candles, specific candles are definitely going to be better than using those plugins. So they should be, in my opinion, less harmful. But again, these are things I want you to read up on. Okay, but those plugin things that sent your home, please read, do the research on those. I want you to stop using those as soon as possible. Okay, Um, the next thing that I do 
is um, when it comes to like my my cleaning products. So like my detergents and things like that. Right now, um, I'm using a detergent that I think is slightly less harmful, <laughs> slightly less chemical laden than um, some of the typical things out there. We use um, mostly Arm and Hamp. Mo- blah, 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 take two. Mostly Arm and Hammer. <laughs> I'm trying to say Arm and Hammer, and I'm really struggling. Arm and Hammer is the brand that we typically use. I also use Purex, the quote-unquote natural, I think it's like lilies and something that I thought was less harmful, and they might be, but they're still not mm, as good. And this goes back to um, like how I was saying, there are... Quote unquote better options available, but they're definitely, you're going to get less and they're going to be more expensive. And so if you're just washing for yourself, it may make more sense. But a lot of us, we have at least one or two kids. You may be, uh, it might be you, your spouse, your husband, whatever, and a couple of kids or more. You could be living with your whole family, like whatever. I get it. It can be very expensive to, especially if you're like, if you have like a baby or, um, you know, small kids or things like that, they go through clothes like water. Okay, they go through clothes and socks and things like water. And so it might kind of hurt the pocketbook to 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 switch your detergent to something that makes more sense, something that's a little more natural. Um, Again, I use the Arm & Hammer brand and sometimes I use the Purex not quote unquote natural brand. I forget what it comes in like a green container. I think it's like lilies and something or other, but those have fragrances and things like that. Um, so that's problematic for me. Um, unfortunately they're, they're still not the best and I still haven't found a a really good fix for this for now that sits well with my soul. <laughs> um, I had tried to make my own detergent a few years ago, uh, and the problem that I had was that it really didn't clean well. The mixture that I put together, like it didn't clean my clothes the way that I wanted them to. So that was like a fail for me. Uh, one thing that I do plan on trying this year, and actually I, I'm i kind of coming back to it because I thought I was going to do it a couple of years ago, but I just abandoned ship. I think when I tried to make my own detergent, it was like a fail. <laughs> um, but I plan on trying this year to clean my clothes with like those soap nut berries. You can look that up on um, like online or on Amazon or Etsy or things like that. Um, again, they're called soap nut berries and that's going to definitely be a much, <laughs> much, 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 much more natural, um, product for you to use for us to use to clean our clothes that are not going to have all those crazy chemicals and things like that that we have to breathe in and all that stuff that it's going to go in there and disrupt our bodies and disrupt our systems and 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 cycles and things like that and our hormones so again those are soap nut berries look those up and give those a try i'm definitely going to be trying them this year supposedly they work very well um I want to see how well they clean my clothes. So that's something that I will be doing. So I want you to really take a look at your detergents, okay? And speaking of Arm & Hammer, something else that I want you to stop doing or take a look at is using the deodorants that have the aluminum and the other like products like that, okay? Aluminum is really, really, really bad. It's really, really, really bad. And it's in a lot of deodorants, or at least it used to be back in the day. I'm pretty sure it still is in a lot of products, I would guess. Um... I use the Arm & Hammer brand. It works very well for me. It is aluminum-free. I love that. Uh, I'm not saying it's the most natural deodorant and, and or the quote-unquote absolute best to use, but the problem that I have when it comes to deodorants that I don't think a lot of people have this problem, I'm allergic to coconut in pretty much any form. And a lot of natural products from soaps to deodorants to lotions and, and things like that, they have coconut like in in some form um hold on one second i had to open my door y'all i'm in my car recording um they have coconut in them and i can't use that when i try to use something that has coconut oil on it when i tried to use a coconut um based deodorant it would make my underarms burn it would make my underarms peel (laughs) i'm like are you kidding me right now so i can't use those type of products so for now the arm and hammer brand works very well for me um there are some natural um i always try to go back to like the natural and at least try it you know what i'm saying for some of this stuff there are some natural deodorants 
uh, recipes available you can find online. Unfortunately, most of them also call for coconut oil in some capacity. And I'm just like, oh, shoot. So I, this year, plan on getting in there. And there's even this brand. It's called, it's like Play Pits or something like that. It's a black-owned deodorant brand. And I had reached out to them um, to find out if their products were coconut-free because they have amazing reviews. I forget the name of the brand. And unfortunately, they have coconut oil in them. So I can't use it. So I was just like, shoot. So my next step is to um, make my own, take out the coconut oil and see how well they they protect me from not only the harmful chemicals, but also the funk. <laughs> so um, more to come on that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm going to play around with some of the recipes because... Um, I, I really, as often as possible, like to to go natural-ish wherever I can. And that's a pretty simple fix if I can just get the, the recipe right. Um, something else I want you to stop doing or just, you know, read up on, read more up on or just research or whatever um, is to stop using so much plastic. It is definitely bad for the environment. We know that. But specifically, I'm talking about... Plastics that have that BPA, the bisphol, bisphol, how's it? It's bisphol A, some type of chemical that can leach into our foods, okay? And this is a harmful chemical. And a lot of us use plastic all the time. Like we store our food in plastic. And after, like, let's say, for example, you make some spaghetti and meatballs, you're going to put it in that plastic container. Then the next day, you're going to take that plastic container, stick it in the microwave, heat that plastic up, and there's a chance that some of that BPA can leak into your food, right? And we keep doing that over time, and it's causing us some problems, right? So I'm going to need you to kind of like look into that so that you can stop storing your food and stop using those plastic containers um, and stop microwaving in those plastic containers too. Um, if, If you can, start start buying product start start buying more glass storage containers you can heat your food up in the microwave in the glass um or you know look for products that are bpa free and hopefully you hear what i'm saying it's b as in boy p as in paul a as in apple so look for bpa um you know products if you're still using like the plastic so i've I've eliminated most of my plastic, like cup usage and things like that. Most of my products, like my mixing bowls, are glass. Um, most of my like storage, food storage containers are glass. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. The things I drink out of, like usually if I'm drinking water, I'm gonna drink out of my glass. Like um, what are those jars? Like mason jar type things. Um, or, you know, I'm a mug girl. I have like a lot of ceramic mugs and things like that. I do still have some plastic cups. They're the, um, you know, the Starbucks cups, the, the, the popular ones are the ones that are really, really cute, um, and come in different colors. If I have any plastic cups that I use, it's typically those, the ones that have like the straws. So actually, I don't even know if those are BPA free. I can only assume that they are. I haven't even looked, (laughs) but I do have several of those that I drink from from time to time. But other than that, I don't usually drink from like even the water bottles. Like let's say you have to run into like Walgreens or Target and get some water because you're going somewhere and you're thirsty. And you know how Arrowhead, like the Arrowhead plastic bottles and things like that. I don't know if those are BPA free. I've never looked, but I typically don't drink from those type of um, plastic bottles anymore. I try to carry my hydro flask with me if necessary, which is that, I think it's a steel, um, container if I'm not mistaken. And even like the, I used to buy a ton of, um, water. Like we don't drink tap water. I, I, I don't drink tap water. I don't like tap water. Um, but I would buy a lot of those, um, I'm, the the brand is escaping me. I think it's Crystal Geyser. I would stock up on those, getting like 10, 15 at a time because we drink a lot of water. But I don't do that anymore. Um, now we have like, I, I go and get my water from the little water man around the corner. And I take my refillable um, BPA-free, you know, the, the, the jugs 
like the jugs that you put on top of the um the water thing that you can make the water hot and cold. I don't know why these words are escaping me, <laughs> but that's what we use now. So I don't buy the the plastic bottles in the store anymore of water. Now I just take my water jugs over to the waterman a few times, like maybe once a month, fill those up and stick them on top of the little water thing that dispenses, a water dispenser. It dispenses the water. You can either do the hot or the cold or whatever. Um, that's been very convenient. But um, yeah, I want you to make sure that you're thinking about that, right? Um, and speaking of water bottles, I do want to say, you know, make sure in case of emergency that you do keep some water in your trunk and some other supplies. Um, I don't know why that came to me, but I want to make sure that I mention that. So in my trunk, I do have maybe two of those um, Crystal Geyser gallon water bottles in my trunk, as well as I think a blanket. Um, I need to put some snacks or some kind of food back there too, because you would hate to be trapped somewhere like say the freeway shuts down and you have to spend the night on the freeway you know I, I know this is a big worst case scenario kind of thing but you just never know and it's always just better to be uh prepared than not so um I do have some water back there and I do worry like oh god has are those bpa free and 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 have chemicals leaked into those because you know I'm sure it gets hot or warm in the trunk but um I think in case of emergency, you ain't going to be worried about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? In case of emergency, you are not going to be worried about that. You just want to have some water to drink and a blanket and, and, you know, it's just a few supplies and stuff. So um, anyway, back to the episode. So I think this is the, no, I have two more, two more things I want you to consider. Okay. Um, something else is switching out your cleaning products. All right. Switching out your cleaning products. So we know that cleaning products, just like those air fresheners, and I don't use air fresheners either, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that, but you know how they have like the Febreze and the different things like that? I don't use that. I don't use the plug-in kind of things. I just, I don't use any of those kind of things. Um, but speaking of like you're switching out your cleaning products, so one thing that I've done that has really changed the game for me is I recently purchased, excuse me, and this is not sponsored in any way. This is just real talk. I purchased the Bissell um, Power Fresh Steam Mop January of this year because I was tired of using, there was another thing that I was using where um, I was using the... Um, not pine saw, but just like pine saw, I was using the, is it, oh, fabuloso. I was using that to clean my floors because everybody knows the fabuloso smell. Okay. We ain't a stranger to the smell, <laughs> but, um, or the pine saw smell. Right. But again, I don't want to be breathing in all that stuff. I don't want to be breathing in all that stuff as much as I can help it. And so what I love about the Bissell Power Fresh Steamer Mop is the fact that it requires zero cleaning solution, like at all. You just put the distilled water into the thing, let it heat up for like less than a minute or however long it takes. And then, baby, I'm telling you, that mop gets your floor so clean with the power of steam. And you don't have to use, like you use zero cleaning solution none no cleaning solution at all so i love that because i was using the the other thing with the the i was using another mop with the fabuloso or i was even using the swiffer like uh you know the the wet pad things and just buying those was a pain in the butt too but just all these chemically or harmful chemical type product solutions you know what i'm saying so i don't do that anymore i'm telling you that steam mop it, probably any steam mop, if it's a good one, is going to get that floor clean and you're going to just not have to use those chemicals. And that's just another small way just to, you know, clean in a cleaner way, if that makes sense. Um, so that's one thing. Um, also, I use for cleaning like the Method all-purpose cleaner in the grapefruit, um, which is less harmful than other cleaning products that I've used in the past. And by the way, if you're wondering, like, where am I checking these things. There's this website that I should have mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and it's called Environment. Mm. 
I forget what the letters stand for, but it's ewg.org. <laughs> and I can't think of what the three words are besides the first one. I think is environment or environmental. <laughs> but if you go to ewg.org forward slash guide forward slash search, you can search. They have like maybe a couple of thousand different types of cleaning products in there from Method to probably Myers to um, Purex to, um, I'm trying to think of different cleaning products and they're escaping me, but you can go there and see if your products are on there. Like you type in the name and it'll come up with a score. Okay. It'll come up with a score that tells you how likely it is to like maybe trigger allergic reactions or have certain chemicals that are very toxic or toxic, you know, to breathe in or to, you know, different things. Like it'll kind of break it down and it gives the product a score. So that's how I know that the Arm & Hammer and the Purex, going back to the detergent, isn't quote unquote as non-toxic as I would like it to be. But it, it it's kind of like middle of the road um, compared to some others. But um and that's how I know that the method cleaner is a little less harmful than some of the other things that are out there. So um, I know that cleaning supplies can be tricky, um, especially cleaning supplies like for the home and thing like th things like that. But if you go to ewg.org forward slash guide forward slash search, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. You can kind of see how products compare because they do honestly break those things down, right? Um, and you can also go natural on your cleaning products too, if you're up for it, because sometimes all it takes is like making something with like some baking soda or some vinegar or some lemon or some water and things like that. Um, and you can clean with those things and it, they won't be toxic. They won't be harmful to breathe in. You know what I'm saying? So there's definitely some ways to kind of like work around it for cleaning supplies where everything doesn't have to be super harsh, super harmful, toxic, cleaning products and things like that um so i want to really encourage you to go to that oh it's called environmental environmental work working groups environmental working groups so ewg.org i want to encourage you to visit that site and um see how your products compare and then the last thing that i would say and i know i've talked about this before don't come for me but i'm just being serious um i'm gonna need you to rethink like if you're still using a relaxer if you're still using a relaxer, I really want you to think about that. I'm not telling you, sis, that it's bad to straighten your hair. I don't think that it is. I'm not telling you that, um, you know, any of those things. But I can tell you that those relaxers definitely have chemicals that can be harmful to black bodies, right? A lot of the things that are pushed to black women are, are can be harmful for us. And relaxers are no exception. And we know why relaxers, why we started like straightening our hair and, 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 and using relaxers and things like that. There's this stigma that I'm not saying that you hold the stigma. I'm saying that in society in general, there's a stigma that black hair is quote unquote bad, right? Um, and it's not, obviously, it's not. <laughs> but the point is, I'm not trying to push you to not straighten your hair, right? I feel like we should be able to wear our hair however the hell we want. Straight, natural, curly, braids, afro, bald, shaved, uh, twists, locks. What else we got? Uh, I don't even know, but we should be able to wear our hair however the hell we want to wear our hair but it's the relaxing it's the chemical that I, I i take issue with it's the chemical that i take issue with because it's been proven that it's harmful it's been proven that it hurts us um but if you still want to relax you know i i, I don't know of any less harsh alternatives so the only thing that I could say is maybe if you don't, like, I know that we've, a lot of us were taught, like, we have to get in that chair every six weeks and get rid of that new growth. Nah, no, you don't. You don't. I really want to encourage you to stretch those relaxers, those touch-ups, if at all possible. Start, start stretching them. Um, I know that sometimes when we stretch, we are more, you're more prone to breakage right? So it takes a, 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 a an understanding of your hair. It takes an understanding of your tolerance and, and your ability, ability, excuse me, to be patient. You know, there's several factors involved here, but I really want you to consider if you're in that chair every six weeks, every four to six weeks, getting that relaxer on that scalp, 
I'm really going to need you to like figure out a way to pull back on that and start stretching that relaxer. Maybe that means that you um, like around that six week mark, maybe you don't straighten your hair with a flat iron because, you know, like maybe it bothers you that you can't get the the. um the roots and the edges so straight. Maybe at that six month mark, maybe for like, excuse me, six week mark, maybe you say, hey, for the next two or three weeks, because I want to stretch this, maybe I just do some twist outs and braid outs. You know what I'm saying? So that I'm not, it, like it's it's not a challenge for me to have these this new growth, these roots. You know what I'm trying to say? Figuring out ways to stretch out that relaxer, um, to me, is better than just, religiously going like every four to six weeks right that way there's like less chemicals that we're coming into contact with on our bodies on our hair so if we can lessen those times between relaxers um if you're still choosing to do them i think that's gonna that's gonna help it's gonna um it's going to go a long way. That makes sense. So those are the things that I really want you to stop and or consider slowing down on or, or consider like switching things up on the hair, the relaxers, the chemicals that we're using, uh, excuse me, not the chemicals, the, the cleaning products that we're using from the detergents to the soaps to the um, floor cleaners to the even the dish soap to the all of that stuff. Um what else we talk about switching things over in the kitchen, um, not using so much plastic, but more so using more glass, getting rid of those wall plugins or things that we're using to scent and freshen our room. Your home, your room, your home sis doesn't have to smell like, um, you know, fresh linen and lavender daisies. Like it, it doesn't have to smell like that in your bathroom. It doesn't have to smell like that throughout your home it doesn't have to smell like tide detergent in your home like honestly it doesn't it really doesn't we we have been um i guess conditioned to think that that's the sign of a clean home um just having this unnatural smell that's supposed to smell good but i can tell you that that's not the case a lot of times if we just open up the windows let some fresh air in from time to time, start using more natural products. Um, not only will our homes be clean, but we're going to be feeling better as well. We're going to, we're going to be feeling better within our bodies as well. So there's several things that we can do there. Um, so those are some of the shifts that I have either made or I'm in process of making or they're coming down the line and that's not an all-inclusive list there's there's other things that we can definitely do there's tons of other things that we can do but these are the things that to me kind of like represent the bulk of the things that we do on a day-to-day basis in our lives um where we can start to bring some small micro changes to over time okay so that's it for this week's episode. I would really love to hear from you and get your thoughts on um, some ways that you can begin to lessen usage of harmful chemicals in your, um, I guess, self your daily self-care routine or in the way that you tend to your home. You can write me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com. That is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, girl, for listening. And um, I will see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Have a blessed week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.